Hi, everyone, and welcome to the finale of IJD HTF Avenue 5. This is episode 9 and our very last episode of and Avenue thank 5. you for sticking with us until the very end. I know. We did take some weeks off because of our wedding and everything else, but, you know, we looped back around. Yeah, and this episode is called Eight Arms But No Hands. Yes, so basically we left off last episode with everyone, like, or not everyone, but they had seven people who went out the airlock. They thought they were in a simulation and they perished. to death, yeah. (laughs) And then if you remember from last episode, those same bodies hit Rav's shuttle. shuttle. So And Matt is now feeling really guilty because his whole speech about how life is a simulation, et cetera, et cetera. Plus he gave them the codes to exit the airlock. So he feels directly responsible for those seven deaths. So basically he changed the code to the airlock so that other people wouldn't just, you know, leave the airlock. And then he went into hiding. Yes. So he sent this message that was basically like, oh, this is all my fault. I'm going to disappear. I don't like I'm not going to be here anymore. Blah, blah, blah. So they all think that he's going to commit suicide. And they're freaking out because they only have one hour before they need to jettison all of the items that they've been collecting. Yes. To, like, they have to, on track. They basically have to find him and then figure out what he changed the code to. So Captain Ryan leaves Matt this message, but then it's like awkward and he's like, oh, life without you would be like, and then he like couldn't figure out how to end it. So it was just all this awkward silence. Then everyone in the background being like, oh, well, that pause was telling. And then he ends up accidentally sending the message. So everyone else starts sending messages to try to just like flood his device with messages. But it comes off like it didn't come off very good. Well, there's some people that are like, oh, like suicide is never the answer. And then there's Iris who's just like, give us the effing code. And there's Judd like, you're the brother I never had. You're the son that I wish I had. You know? Yeah. He's like saying all these things, but they're like also just trying to get the codes from him. Yeah. They're like obviously just trying to get something. No one actually cares about Matt in the slightest. Right. So then Rav arrives. Yes. But before she comes onto the space shuttle, they go on a hunt for Matt. Because he says he's not actually going to kill himself, but he will be hiding for the next three and a half years. Yeah, which I guess this ship is just huge. It holds 5,000 people, so there are like a ton of spaces that he could go and to disappear for a while. They also say that they need to cut off Joe's hands because they need his prints in case Ryan can't dock the ship. They can use the captain's hands, too. Which, didn't they fire Joe out the airlock in a golden uh, canvas or golden coffin? Yes. Yeah, so... So they then have to break into that coffin to get his body parts. Right. Which sounds, doesn't sound bad, but you have to remember there's like poo circling the ship. Yeah. And so I guess some of the engineers are going to get on that. They don't really emphasize that and they don't make it a big deal like they did when Ryan had to go out there and shut off the poo pipes. Yeah. So. So then we see Judd and Ryan go hunting for Matt. And then Spike and Doug are also off hunting for Matt. And um, a Rav arrives. Yes. So she's now there. She's kind of inquiring around the ship like, oh, I was just in the spa. Like, and what's everyone doing here? And they're like, oh, we're getting rid of our stuff because 
yeah whatever so she's kind of like getting information from random passengers about what's going on which judd and ryan are really trying to find matt but there are a few crew members that are kind of like slacking off for instance billy and jordan are just like hanging out chatting flirting which is such a weird flirt i would say because billy's really awkward yeah billy's like kind of almost like kind of puts him down a little bit yeah so and then karen and iris are getting rid of judd's golden horse head and iris is kind of like inquiring if karen ever actually hooked up with ryan because she's like oh i've heard rumors yeah and you're kind of like ooh, does iris like have a crush on ryan like what's going on here iris is just like so like very uh boar-headed like she's just like smart but very like stubborn in her ways so iris is probably one of my favorite characters on this show yeah i I really like iris i like how she built a character so rav ends up finally finding judd and ryan and she finds judd and ryan at this exact time when they find matt yes so matt is just like walking the halls well he's not walking the halls but he left a very like, he ends up leaving, like, a very encrypted message on his mirror in his room. It's, like, emptiness, void, like... Which Ryan's like, I know exactly where he is. White rooms, right? Like, because I think he So said, he goes to, like, where the fan and stuff is, like, this empty white room, and he's not there. And Judd's just like, yeah, that was a very vague thing he wrote that could just mean, like, space, you know? And space is all around us, you know? So it's like... But when they find Matt and they ask him about the message, he was like, oh, I was hungry and my stomach was like a void. Yeah. And they're like, great. So he's at the vending machines. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to give you the code. Yeah. And they're like, well, we have to have the code. Yeah. And everyone ends up converging at that point. Yeah. So Doug and Spike were in there like in a room because they were looking for Matt. And then the Swedish guy and Mia are there and then Rav and they all start fighting because I guess Rav and Doug had had like an affair, which like started to spiral that whole divorce before they even went on the ship. And then the Swedish guy had been with Mia. So then they're just all brawling. Yeah. But before we continue, we have a few words from our sponsor. Are you just itching for a vacation? I know I am, especially after this past year, not being able to go anywhere. I am now ready to just go and lay out on a beach with a daiquiri. And that's why our upcoming sponsor is so amazing. So CheapCaribbean.com has been around for over 20 years, and they're in the business of providing the best all-inclusive beach vacations. All-inclusive beach vacation means all-you-can-eat food, alcohol, and non-alcoholic beverages, as well as beach and night activities, which are all included. So... All-inclusive means you get more food, more drinks, and more fun. Cheap Caribbean has no change fees when you book at Cheap Caribbean Resort, and you can add trip protection so you can book with confidence. Less money, less worry, and more beach. Be sure to check out either a Dreams or Secrets Resort when you book at Cheap Caribbean. Right now, you can take $100 off your next beach vacay when you visit CheapCaribbean.com slash don't hyphen have hyphen time. So once again, that is cheapcaribbean.com slash D-O-N-T hyphen H-A-V-E hyphen T-I-M-E for $100 off that beach vacay, and we will see you at the beach. Everyone needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. 
Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people in immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on, or the coworker you always had a little thing for, or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. They release new content every week, and there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. I know we've listened to stories about, like, a farmer and, like, the farmer's daughter and, hand, like, the ranch hand, and they have ones with, like, professors, and they just have this huge selection that is always growing. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash time. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash time. Dipsystories.com slash time. So one of my favorite things in this episode is when they found Matt he was like, oh, I've been writing down all of my thoughts and like cataloging them in this notebook. And one of like, so he'd be like, oh, here's like some random thought. And the next random thought is like, poor octopus, eight arms, but no hands. F you, God. F you, God. Cruel God. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, what a random thought. But he was like writing down every thought that he was having and cataloging them. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's such an enjoyable character, even though everyone on the ship hates him. They, I don't think they hate him. I think that they uh, dread seeing him because he's like the guy that's supposed to be like your therapist. Well, he's supposed to be like passenger relations or whatever, right? Yeah. But he's always everywhere. And he's like always, he's in every meeting. And he's always like a little bit condescending unintentionally. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, you... uh You've got marital problems? Here, do this thing that's actually going to exacerbate it a little bit. Like, say all these really awful things to each other. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, I got to go. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, you just made this way worse. And then send it to the person that cheated, right? Because when they sent yeah. it to Rav, like, yeah, that's funny. So when Rav meets up with Judd and Ryan and Matt in the hallway, she tells Judd that he needs to apologize. And then she slaps him. And then he's like, that's a... a uh, assault. Assault. And then, and then, um, Cyrus is like, or not Cyrus, Iris. Iris is like, you work for Judd. You can't hit your boss. And he's like, that's right. You can't hit me. I'm your boss. You work for me. And then she hits him again. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure they just move on after that. And then Matt is like, oh, the earlock code is 0005 for Avenue 5. I made it really simple so that anyone thinking logically would figure out the code, but anyone that was suicidal wouldn't be able to figure it out. And Ryan's like, well, does that mean I'm suicidal? Because I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And then they find out about the shuttle, like everyone who didn't know about it, because Judd, as soon as he hears that number, runs for the shuttle. Yeah. And then everyone is like, a shuttle? So everyone is booking it. And Judd is on the shuttle, and Jordan, the comedian, is like, Oh, Judd, everyone on Earth hates you. Are you sure you want to go back to a place where everyone's just going to tear you apart limb by limb? So Judd is like, I don't want that, and hops off the shuttle. Yeah, he's just like, nah, I'm out. But then Jordan hops on the shuttle, and Billy is pissed. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because, like, they can see each other, mm -hmm. and then they can also hear each other, so they can, like, talk, mm -hmm. but they can't, like, once the shuttle door shut, you can only open it from the inside. Unless yeah. You're the 
unless you're the pilot. So they're so, like, I have to like argue for the person to get off the shuttle. Yeah. And then the, uh, the pilots like gets off the shuttle and he's like, Oh, I just have a few things I got to grab before. Yeah. He has to like empty out his catheter or whatever, because you basically just pee in your spacesuit and then have to. Yeah. So, so then while he's in there, Doug and Mia both hop on the shuttle together. They're like, Oh man, we can go back together. But then they find out that they can't actually like go back without the pilot being in there. And then they're like, Oh, Ryan should go. Yes. Because he's been such a good captain. And he's like, okay, cool. And he gets on the shuttle and he's like, all right, I'm all good. And then Billy's like sitting there with her arms crossed like, did you forget? And then he realizes that because they got they got Joe's hands back, but they were like jello basically once they thought out. And then it was funny because they put him in a biodegradable bag. Mm-hmm. And so Cyrus came in with them. He's like, I got the hands. And a clear bag, too, so everyone yeah. could see them. And I'm like, what is, what are they doing? And so they're going to send it back to Earth? Well, they had his head in there, too. Yeah. So then Ryan had the bag in the shuttle and then realized that no one would be able to dock the ship because they need his hands. Yeah. So he then gets off the ship. And Iris is like, we got to get Judd back on the ship. So she's like in there and she's like, come on, Judd, get in the ship. And then the shuttle doors close and Iris is like sent off into space. Yeah. And meanwhile, while this is happening, uh, Karen has decided to press the countdown to shoot all of the items out of one side of the ship. But it shoots off and everyone's like, oh, great. And then they find out. And Billy's like, what just happened? Because the ship like twerked to the side she's mm. like you shot him out the back right and she's like yeah no i shot him off the side and she was like well you shot him out the back right and she's like well there weren't as many airlocks in the back so i just shot there was five airlocks on the side so i just fired him out of the side and she was like what like how was that gonna propel us forward yeah like what were you thinking we're trying to speed up the aircraft not yeah and then uh cyrus is like you just added eight years to our projected time. Projected time. Yeah. So we left off this season. Iris is now on her way back to Earth unintentionally. She didn't want to. She wanted off, but there was no way to get off at that point. So she's on her way back to Earth. And now they're having to deal with the fact that there's eight more years. And since Rev came mm-hmm. to the spaceship, she got rid of all the food flavoring. Yes. So... They've now, I think they grow their own food on the ship. I'm not sure. I'm sure they'll explain it in season two. How do you feel about this season? I thought it was really good. I'm really excited for a second season. I don't know how many seasons they'll be able to keep it going and keep it interesting. I feel like they could do a season. They could either do one more season where it shows her struggles. And then like at the end, they just bounce ahead or whatever. Or they figure out a way to make the ship go faster or something Mm -hmm. and get there. And then they could do another season, like the docking, you know, and like people getting to Earth and things and like all the all the different dynamics in that. I do have to say they're the writers are extremely clever. And I do feel like they put a ton of really ingenious thought into different scenarios. I agree. So next week. We will be starting to recap a new show. If you have any suggestions for us, 
send us an email at freshethicmedia at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at freshperiodethic. Or, you know, there's a million ways to reach out to us. So we look forward to chatting with you guys very soon. Yes. Talk to you next week.